Let us be attentive. Make your vows to the Lord our God and perform them. God is known in Judah. His name is great in Israel. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's second letter to Timothy. Let us be attentive. Timothy, my son, you have observed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, my sufferings, what befell me at Antioch, at Iconian, and at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil men and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceivers and deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to instruct you for the salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. The Lord said this parable. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even like this tax collector. <clears throat> I fast twice a week and I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector standing far off would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast saying, God be merciful to me, a sinner. <coughs> I tell you this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. <coughs> For everyone who exalts himself <coughs> will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Ooh. 
Good morning. Today, I want to share with you something that I really couldn't stand about a smartphone I had. When I'd open up the camera application, it would always default to the selfie setting. Do you know what I mean? Like, it uses the camera facing me rather than defaulting to the lens facing outward towards the person I wanted to photograph. I would find it so irritating as I'd always have to fumble for the button to have the picture shoot outwards rather than inwards towards me. It put the focus on me rather than outwardly toward the person I wanted to photograph. In today's gospel lesson, the parable of the, the parable of the publican and Pharisee, you might say the Pharisee was making a selfie prayer. He was praying the wrong selfie way, trying to make himself look good. In fact, the gospel lesson reads, the Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. Talk about a selfie prayer. Even in the words of his prayer, he tried to make himself look good. He covered, or at least tried to, cover his own spiritual blemishes. He thought that there was nothing wrong with himself. What did St. Cyril of Alexandria say about this selfie prayer some 1,600 years ago when he preached on this gospel lesson? He said in a sermon once, You see also that by his outward manner, he accuses his own depravity. For the foolish Pharisee stood there and bold and broad, looking up his eyes and without any qualms, bearing witness of himself and boastful. Isn't this selfie prayer a big warning to us today as we enter the Triodion period and prepare for Great Lent? Aren't we all too often like the Pharisee our selfie prayer may overlook our own spiritual blemishes, not facing the reality of our own sinfulness. Our selfie prayer might be selfish, just asking for things, things that might not even be for our salvation. Or even worse, we may be making our prayer for the sake of the appearance of looking righteous. St. Cyril warns us, our virtue, therefore, must not be contaminated with fault, but must be single-minded and blameless and free from all that can bring reproach. For what profit is there in fasting twice in the week if your so doing serves only as a pretext for ignorance and vanity 
and make you pompous and haughty and selfish. Unquote. Let us stay away from this kind of selfie prayer. But there is another kind of selfie prayer, a good selfie prayer. This good kind of selfie prayer is a kind that takes a close look at ourselves. It is a kind exemplified by the publican in today's gospel reading. A publican, that is, a tax collector, worked for the Roman Empire. He would have been considered a traitor by his own Jewish people. He was stuck in a profession that compromised his relationship with God. But, unlike the Pharisee, the publican saw his faults. He was not full of himself. He saw his spiritual blemishes. The publican took the right kind of selfie, not a vain and selfish one, but a hard and honest look deep into his own heart and soul. The publican's selfie prayer didn't hide his spiritual blemishes, but rather it confessed them. The publican's selfie prayer was an accurate representation of his own sinfulness. The publican's selfie prayer acknowledged that he needed help from God. The publican's selfie prayer led the publican, as it says in today's parable, to be justified by God. It is difficult to take a look inside. Maybe this is why I couldn't stand when my phone camera would default to selfie. It is because I didn't want to look at myself and my own blemishes. But that is what Great Lent and the other fasting periods of the church are exactly designed to do to help us look inwardly, to come face to face with our own spiritual faults and blemishes. And once we recognize them, we also need to confess them and repent to change our ways. It is not just enough to see how we missed the mark. We must resolve to try to hit the mark. Like the publican, we too can take the right kind of selfie. Not a self-absorbed and selfish one, but one that reveals the spiritual reality, our spiritual faults and blemishes. But those blemishes can be fixed. Not by plastering makeup over them and by covering them up, but rather by real healing of our spiritual blemishes. After all, our blemishes are not permanent. Our spiritual blemishes are our bad habits, our mistakes, our faults. Our spiritual blemishes can always be fixed. With God's help and by his love, we can make changes and get rid of these bad habits and faults, our spiritual blemishes. God offers this healing. God offers this cleansing. God gives us this to us freely. It starts, it starts by taking the right kind of selfie, not one that is self-absorbed and selfish, 
but one that through prayer and, ex and examination reveals and prompts healing of our spiritual blemishes. During Triodion and, and Lent, the church is telling us to take a good look at ourselves. For example, after the small entrance, we just sang the Kondakion of the publican and Pharisee. It's in the inside cover of your bulletin. It goes like this. Let us flee the boastful words of the Pharisee and learn humility from the size of the publican. Let us cry out to the Savior, spare us, for you alone are rich in forgiveness. This hymn encapsulates the right kind of spiritual selfie. May we, too, take the right kind of spiritual selfie during Lent. May the Lord help us all to take an honest, careful look at ourselves. May God help us to examine ourselves, to examine our spiritual blemishes, to face them, and to follow the publican's example. And may this hymn, the Kondakion of the Publican and Pharisee, truly become our spiritual guide during Triodion and Lent. Amen. Amen.